human spirit, Holy Spirit, God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Remember earlier we talked about after much experience and maturity, you probably can tell you which who's speaking to you out of the three, because it can't be distinguished. But 99% of the time is Holy Spirit. Jesus does take, he can't do a lot of talking as well. I think some of those encounters that I'm beginning to experience are probably more so Jesus than Holy Spirit. I just haven't got a little beyond brain to operate to think that. Or to even ask. I'm just excited I'm getting into something new. New area and growing. Shifting. And then you have the voice of angels. Let's talk a little bit about that. And then you have the demonic, the dark side, the devil, Satan, his demons. So I'm going to go back to that page in you. There's an additional comments around it. Everybody's good? Everybody's hearing me okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. I hope the temperature in here is okay. I did ask for the two of them down because it got cold earlier. Okay. Good. Awesome. Mm -hmm. well, Holy Spirit, I have so let's talk about the voice of man. That voice is what we call self-talk. It comes in as analyzing. You're analyzing everything. Thinking, 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 thinking. Question, question, question. Question yourself. We say, I. I this. I should do that. Don't be saying God told you to do it. You did. You do it because you want to do it. It's I. You said I, I. It's I, me. I'm speaking in first person. That's how I know that that is not God. As soon as you hear something you think that you should be doing, and you thinking, what well, should I? Ask yourself who said it first. Yeah, it's when you know it's you when you use first person. Holy Spirit uses second person. He says you. He gets your attention. It's you. He'll say you. Or he'll just speak. Like Apostle Loretta said, sound like an audible voice inside. That I heard, I guess, you know, if I could relate to that. Yeah, but it's inside. If I can relate to that, what I said earlier about, he had said one of the earlier things he said to me about out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. That was just to drive in with an anointing that he had there for me. Baby Christian not knowing the thing. And it, and it came out, and, it's, and I heard it, and my voice is what he used for it to come out. Very, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I said, wow, where did that come from? I said, why did I say that? Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> but, you know, that, that can happen, too. So you have to know the source when you're, when you're thinking. It can be your own thoughts. Your own thoughts tend to elevate yourself. They can be legalistic, rule-based, as opposed to God's grace. Our own ideals will usually come to us once or twice, but there will be no confirmation. It just sits there off. You're not going to hear any confirmation from anywhere or anybody. You're out there on your own. 
Be careful if you get a false confirmation because you do not the enemy. They can hear you and encourage you to do something you shouldn't be doing. Your human spirit, different from yourself, than your voice. So remember your voice, this voice we're talking about is from your mind, your mind, will, and emotions, your soul. Your human spirit is your human spirit, it's that. It's that. It includes your conscience and it brings conviction. So this is when I didn't use the word conscience earlier. We were talking about intuition versus, versus conscience. So it's like your, your other part of your self-talk. The part of you that's the good part. Should you do with the good, the bad, the ugly kind of thing? <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but it's your conscious you. It's the part of you that um, brings in biblical conviction. And uh, it's a product of three things. This is good. It's a product of three things. Characterizes the ideal Christian leader or person of maturity when you can use your human spirit in your day-to-day decision-making. The first thing, the first thing that you see in a Christian man, Christian leader or person who is mature, they have a commitment to scripture as their authority. It's their only authority. Number one authority is the, is the Bible. Everything has to line up with the Bible. Number two, the construction of specific beliefs and convictions are based on the Bible. So it's almost like developing morals, moral character. And number three, the courage to act on those convictions in faith. So they not only know them, believe them, they're walking it out. There's action that follows. Their life shows it. It's evidence that they're a moral person of good character. And, they, and that they're growing in maturity in their relationship with Christ. And then we have a voice from the Holy Spirit, from God himself. The voice is gentle, soft, and kind. God's voice will bring peace, comfort. It can be conversational. That's what mine's been recently. It will rest in your spirit and you will have peace. It will not violate biblical principles. It will not sound condemning or harsh. It will not make you fearful. The fear of God is different than the spirit of fear. We talked earlier about the uh, spirit of the fear of the Lord. If he's going to give you personal correction, it will, he will point out sin or things that need to be corrected. Where you're, you know, you need adjustment. You will be convicted, but not condemned. It's not going to condemn you if you feel bad. You're going to have to. You're going to be feeling some kind of way, very uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what conviction is. It's very, it makes you feel very uncomfortable. It's not. You don't like to be there because it's, it's almost like you're displeasing the Lord. It's, it's, you know, you know, we don't want to displease our Father. You know, it's just exactly how to put it to you. So you yeah, there, yeah, no way of avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be blunt with me. I told you, he's got to be stern, strict, The fear of the Lord will be present to get you to take it seriously. Repent and receive God's love and forgiveness and move on. Seek counsel if this involves making decisions or if it's going to affect other people. 
The Holy Spirit brings things back to our remembrance. He shows us things to come, prompts us to do something, and it comes from within, in from your spirit. He's spirit and your spirit. That's what he's going to communicate with us. Not going to, he's not going to make us in our minds, our spirits. The devil, Satan, the demons, very pushy, abrupt, accuser, accuser of the brother. Nothing is said in love because there is no love in him. Now, we'll try to mimic God because he comes second person too. But you, you should remember he's abrupt. He's an accuser. He's pushy. He brings fear. You know it's not him. You know it's not God. He'll bring in confusion, big one. Doubt, deception, deception. Twists the truth. Questioning God. Did God say that? That's not God. That's not true. Questioning your ability to hear. You didn't hear God, right? Well, that can be through a person. Huh? Can that be through a person? Yeah. Most spirit beings are using people to accomplish the will of whether it's on the dark side or God's side. God uses people. He uses us. He's mimicking God. Yes. I think it could be the opportunity because I think it could be you can create doubt in your mind. Did God really tell you that? You know, can you really say that? Yeah. And then you doubt it. Yeah. Whether it's from the Lord or not. And exactly. That's another way you can indicate all exactly. that. Exactly. That's what you did to eat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There are three ways to know if it is God's voice. It's going to bear witness with your spirit. Remember earlier this morning we talked about the spirit, uh, one of the seven spirits that bears witness. Uh, if it lines up with the word and is spoken in love. In order to know God's voice more confidently, we must spend time with God, practice hearing him, Study the ways that he speaks to us, so we know how he speaks to us and how he comes to us. And when he's trying, how he's trying to get our attention. He can even speak through your kids. Yes. <laughs> Learn to recognize God's ways and his character. Take time to test the word and ask God to confirm. And then there's some keys here to help us uh, hear more clearly. One of them is, we already mentioned it, and that's what we've been talking about, is knowing him and inclining our ear to hear him. The quietness is where God speaks to us. And then you've got perceive in your, in your spirit, which is perception. Come to re realize or understand. So perception is, is uh, revelation or understanding. Discernment. And it's also how we receive revelation from the Holy Spirit. It's through perception of what we're perceiving in the Spirit. We must pay close attention to establish a pattern of how he speaks to us. And we talked about that. So right there, how he speaks to us. 